0: background hey welcome everybody to bible and banter um glad to have you with us it's of course you, uh your two co-hosts myself eric reynolds and alex or mike alex in the background here um <laughs> mike you might be able to hear him cussing at his computer in the background uh because he's trying to figure out how to work his his camera which is kind of perfect for our topic for today as we are to be talking <laughs> about kids and technology and maybe mike should homeschool his kids if they could help him with technology
1: yeah maybe <laughs> there's a lot of things i want to say and do right now
0: <laughs> how many of them are actually appropriate to say in a mixed audience
1: None, <laughs> absolutely <Thank> none.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Mike, can you can you can you tell us what are you doing? What paint a picture for us as to what we should be seeing right now?
1: You should be seeing me trying to set up another camera because so, for some reason my built-in camera on my laptop doesn't want to work with live stream today, and so I'm trying a, an external camera to see if that'll that'll change things.
0: Yeah, because right before we came on air, your camera all of a sudden like went super fuzzy.
1: I can never find technology that wants to work consistently over the long haul. So, and don't even dare tell me to buy a Mac.
0: Why? What's wrong with Mac?
1: Nothing. It's just I'm not exorbitantly rich like the rest of you.
0: If we're not exorbitantly rich. We just, you know,
1: <laughs> we
0: decide to spend our money wisely. <laughs>
1: Almost there.
0: Well, we appreciate you trying to figure this out, Mike. We all, uh, all, we we all want to see your beautiful face.
1: I know. Well, we could if you want to. I can talk while trying to work work this out. Hold on, I I have to step away for a minute. minute.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, So, sorry everyone for the, uh, for not being prepared on time. Uh, You know, somebody had to fill in for Luke as the one who just could not get their technology working or being set up properly on time. So Mike has filled that void for us. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Well, today we have an exciting show. Uh, once, once Mike gets done, we're going to talk about a couple of different things. So one, we have uh, a really exciting announcement, which I forget if, if I even told Mike about. Um, so an excitement about a new launch from Advent Christian Voices. Also, we're going to be talking about um, technology for kids. like how, like, And Mike's going to drive some of that conversation, mostly being an old man yelling at clouds. Uh, ranting about children and their technology, which should be really exciting and also ironic, don't you think? Don't you think, Mike? Mike probably can't hear me hear me because he doesn't have his headset on.
1: Uh, my a- headset's on now, and and oh. I'm trying some workarounds just because I don't have the greatest options around me right now. So I did hear kind of. A little bit that you introduced our session topic that mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend to to know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Well clearly you know what you're talking about, considering you fetter even your own access to technology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so um yeah, so I kind of want to wait for Mike to actually, you know, show up here and not just be in the background creepily trying to. I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to do, Mike. I don't. I think
1: I know what I'm trying to do. Do we
0: need? Do we need to call him the Geek Squad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is painful. So it's what so happened painful. to what? There we what go. What happened to your? What happened to your uh, your laptop camera?
1: I don't know. You told me to leave the stream because it was all all thing. And then when I try to turn on start cam, it won't let me start the cam. And then when I try choosing the, a different camera, it won't let me. So what kind of laptop do you have, Mike? I have a Dell. Dude, get yourself a Dell.
0: I miss, I miss those commercials. So why do you have a Dell and not like the rest of us have a MacBook?
1: to say honestly to save the church money and our whole church system works with with uh pcs
0: mm. okay that's fair that's fair we any closer to our resolution here mike
1: we're getting there but then my program for the webcam needed to do download an update
0: maybe <laughs> maybe we can take up a collection on the show to get you a new laptop. I, no,
1: I don't want to transition. Listen, <laughs> <Was> change. <laughs> you don't want to transition? Yeah, I don't. Um, okay. You know what?
0: Finally, Bigford chimes in saying Mac is I, a cult. I, don't I, block I, Mike's choice of non-cultish computers. Uh, I think the hate, the hatred for Mac is more like a cult than Mac users are. Oh my goodness! Listen, I do have an idea. You're having, so camera, not, you're having completely... camera. You're having camera difficulties, and I'm having chair difficulties. <laughs> Good
1: grief! I'm so mad right course. now. You have no idea how mad I am.
0: Well, how do you think? How do you think? Uh, I might actually. Need, I, might, one
1: other... hmm? I might actually need to leave the stream again and try coming back in. We'll see. If... Okay, well, why don't you do that, Mike? Depends on. My goodness. Well, we're gonna see if this doesn't work. If this doesn't work, then I'll have to do that. Okay. But anyway, uh, so what types of technology do you, do you have in your household? Uh, Are we your kids technology.
0: To... Okay. Uh, Go for it. So we've got we've got iPads, we've got iPhones, we've got uh, Apple TV, we've got um an xbox one got a switch uh yeah i think that's it okay maybe, maybe they're uh,
1: uh, yeah yeah all right well i'll come back and talk to you about that you're gonna have to be with me oh thanks me for, what am i supposed to do in the
0: meantime mike um, <laughs> i trust you Oh my goodness. Well, Hey, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties on, on Mike's end everyone. So we'll just try and to go through some stuff uh, prior to Mike coming on. So, so one, one big announcement that we actually have. So we have a new podcast that actually just posted today. Can you go figure? So it just posted today. It's uh, we plan to post a new episode every Thursday. So we posted this one early because you kind of have to do that uh, to set things up through some of the streaming services. So through, um, so right now we have um, we have this new podcast streaming on on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast is is pending. Um, it's on Spotify and it's on Spreaker. So we are we're working to get it on more platforms, but it's called Creeds, Councils, and Heretics. Uh, and it's featuring Catherine Rybicki uh, and myself. So Catherine, as many of you might know her through um, her her comments here on Bible and Banter, but also she is a prolific writer at AdventChristianVoices.com, where she has done a lot of research and a lot of writing regarding women in ministry, particularly with women in Advent Christian ministry. She did a, a wonderful um, series of papers on, um, uh, oh my goodness, Mrs. McKinstry—I forget her first name—so Catherine can can kill me later. But um, did some wonderful work there, and um, so she's joining uh, me, and we're working on this podcast together. It's going to be somewhere between twenty and thirty episodes. It's going to be a limited series focused on creeds, councils, and heresies of the early church, and what we can learn from these uh, for today. So we just. We just launched our first episode today. You can find it at Creeds, Councils, and Heretics. And um, in that first episode, we're just like going over some of the some of the, um, gra- like just the base level stuff about about what creeds are, what councils are, what some of the early heresies are, and then we're gonna go um, just kind of throughout history and and hit on some of the heresies that were popular that we still find prevalent today. Um, creeds and councils that sought to address those things, and how ultimately are they useful? Um, excuse me, for the church and even the Advent Christian Church for today. So, uh, please go find that wherever you get your podcast. That's cre- creeds, councils, and heretics, um, and and join us for that journey. Um, with that said, um, today's episode we are talking about the use of technology for kids. and and how parents often allow, can allow sometimes unfettered access to uh, those modes of technology. So um, this was where Mike was going to go on a rant at something that Mike is very passionate about. And I'm interested because Mike and I haven't talked about this a whole lot together, which is, you know, what what are the practices in his home versus my home? And what do we think are best practices? Maybe are, are there things that we think have gone well or haven't gone well for our own uh, situations, maybe what we've seen either in when we were uh, in youth ministry or, or even a, as senior pastors. So hopefully Mike will come on soon because this was the topic that was near and dear to his heart, the one and he was supposed to drive kind of today's episode. Um, so we're definitely open to your comments and questions, uh, especially right now. Um, as we're waiting for Mike, uh, because if not, I'm going to run out of things to talk about really quick. Um, yeah, uh, hold on one second. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if you can, if you can hold on one second, I have a video for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Talking about technology. My wife just sent me a TikTok video um, of my son. So uh, if you hold on one second, I will pop this video up and then you can ridicule me. But it's actually a, um, I think if I understand it correctly, it is a, an advertisement for the podcast that I've been doing with my son, which is not affiliated with Advent Christian Voices um, hold on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, hold on. Here we go. Let's see. Hold on, one second. I know I'm taking a uh, take your time, but I promise you it will be worth it. Let's see. Robin says, this is a good use of technology. So let's see if I can do this share thing correctly. Um, let's see. Chrome tab, share audio. So for your viewing pleasure, this is for the uh, for the podcast I do with my son Jackson called uh, Every Day is Sunday. It's tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around. Rock around. Right on time is trick- yeah. Yeah. tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. It's, it's tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around. Rock around. Right on time is tricky.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tricky, tricky, tricky. I just want to play this all day. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. So that. uh That, my friends, uh, that's for another podcast I do with Jackson called Every Day is Sunday. And what we do is uh, Jackson asks me Bible questions or faith questions, whatever it might be, from a child's perspective or even from the perspective of an adult who might be um, nervous or anxious or 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 afraid to ask your question we're we're looking to ask questions that might uh come up as someone reads scripture or as they're in the faith but maybe it's not something that's covered in a bible study or is readily accessible so we'd love for you to to download that podcast as well and um, we take questions you can send those questions to me uh, at pastor eric reynolds at gmail.com that's pastor eric E R I K reynolds at gmail.com so uh, i don't know what has happened to mike uh i'm not sure if Mike is alive or not um i'm not sure if his computer has crashed um i'm texting him right now from my from my uh laptop to see if he'll respond or if he'll see it um I kind of feel lost without mike uh it's really kind of really kind of sad so um I appreciate you guys. We, we we still have seven people watching, even though Mike is gone. So maybe it's because you just want to see me flounder here and talk aimlessly. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, Mike has responded. He says, dude, everything is falling apart. <laughs> dude, everything is falling apart. Um, okay. All right. Well, um, that's unfortunate. So hold on one second. Let me see if, uh, let me see so what uh what I think we'll do is we'll just have to call it quits for this week. I I hate to do that. Um <laughs> So you want to see if you album as bad as Luke on a solo episode? Listen, I don't want to do solo episodes. That's why we have people, uh, Nathaniel. That's why we have co-hosts. It's not just a single host; it's a co-host. So, so feel free to. I don't know. I just I just reached out to Nathaniel to see if he would if he'd be so willing and so kind as to join us. But who knows? He hasn't responded yet. So. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. Let's see. All right, here we go. Here we go. What's up, Nathaniel? Hi. What's up, man? And thank you for, thanks for saving me. Yeah, you're, you're live. Thanks for saving me. Hey, That means Um, my mic is actually working today. (laughs) Your mic's working. (laughs) Your camera's working. You are a, a, a total step above what we had with Mike
3: today. And we've got, I've got some feedback going on here. Hold on.
0: It might be because you don't have headphones. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You look are, at this. Hi. Whoa. So, I, <laughs> look at this. so we've got Mike out. This is what happens, Mike, when you have things. So now we have Nathaniel. We have uh, Jackson as well, because I just sent random links to random people to see if they would join us, because I couldn't do this without you. Um, I know. So now we yeah. have <laughs> um, So. So for those who don't know, let's uh let's do this. So Nathaniel, I think Nathaniel's been on the show. I don't think Jackson has. So Jackson, you want to unmute your mic and then introduce yourself? Robin's trying to figure it out. He's about as good with electro electro or uh, um technology as you are, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's already doing better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so maybe Jackson's just going to stare at us, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, so, so Nathaniel, tell us why you hate good technology, which is Apple products.
3: I, I don't really hate Apple products. Okay. Um, I just refuse to use them because okay. I think they're overpriced for what they are. Hi. They're, the, basically, the focus with Apple is ease of use, and you pay a premium for the ease of use
0: okay okay old man. Um, <laughs>
3: so Jackson, you're that you the guy who uses Linux <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> that, Wow <laughs> so Jackson
0: uh, now that you're on and yeah. you've got a head f- headset on tell everybody who, who you are and what you what you like to do
2: okay so so uh, in my headphones what's going on is like you guys are overlapping. So right now, you're talking, Daddy.
0: Okay, I don't know. There's uh, something you wrong still, with you. He might
3: have the Facebook feed up.
0: Oh, yeah, you might have the Facebook feed That's up That's what as my well. problem was. Okay, that makes Hold sense.
2: Hold on
0: one second. Mama. Oh, okay, we can hear. He doesn't even know that we can hear him. Um, I just muted him. That's fine. So – um. So we've got a few things we could talk about. So we, we've got the Greek expert on in Nathaniel. So I feel like if we have Nathaniel on, we have to at least spend five minutes talking about Greek. Okay. Um, and then we can get into technology. So uh, Nathaniel, tell us, uh, why should people learn Greek, primarily pastors? Um, and how are you helping with that right now?
3: Why should people, especially pastors, learn Greek? Well, because it's the language the New Testament was written in. Uh, okay. That, that's a short way of saying it, it helps us as we seek to study the New Testament as fully as possible. Mm-hmm. And for pastors, that's important because we are the ones who our, uh, our congregations are going to come to when they have questions. The better mm-hmm. we are able to know and understand what is taught there, the better we are able to answer their questions.
0: Okay. Okay. That's good. That's solid. So how right now are you helping people learn Greek? Uh, two ways. Number one, I
3: am teaching a beginning Greek class uh, every Thursday. And there's still time to join. If, if somebody wants to join, you can check out my post on AC Voices and uh, submit that you'd like to, to learn more or join us. And we've only had one class session f- so far, so it's definitely not too late. Uh, We are we are right at the beginning. Perfect. The other way is we have a Greek class going that is for those who already know some Greek, but are needing to to review or wanting to work on on really keeping it up. Mm -hmm. And that happens on Thursday afternoons. Mm -hmm. You can also get that information from Advent Christian Voices as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I'm, I've been a part of that l- the last uh, few weeks. Cause I'm in my first semester of Greek. So I- even if you know very little Greek and I knew hardly anything when I started with, uh, we're, we're calling it what coiny at late day. It's on yes. at four o'clock Eastern time on Thursdays. And, um, it's been a blessing to me. Uh, really all I do is just sound out words and everybody does like restrains their laughter, uh, very kindly. And, um, and then I'm encouraged by the brother saying, Hey, keep it up, keep it up. You'll, you know, you'll get it, you'll get it. So it's been really good. So you can uh, probably find out more by reaching out to, to Nathaniel. Um, and uh, he'll get you hooked up with the, with the appropriate people. Um, yeah. So thanks for doing that, doing that, Nathaniel. Uh, Mike, how good is your Greek?
1: Um, Not anywhere near as good as Nathaniel's, especially because um, I've not kept on top of it like I should have, um, but I, I, I can make sense of it when I'm discerning from commentaries and everything, but um, it's okay. I, I, I'm not great. Not awful. Not great.
3: You need to join
0: us again, Mike.
1: I, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Jackson, Jackson, tell us how your Greek is.
1: What, what do you mean?
0: how's your greek how how well have you begun learning greek i have not at all okay all right i was just checking we we just went around the horn just asking so jackson now that you're finally caught up with everything now you can introduce yourself to uh the audience tell us who you are and uh, what you like to do
2: okay one second let me get my mask on off okay wait what was the question again
0: who are you, and what oh, do you like to do? <laughs> I'm the Grinch,
2: and I like playing soccer and watching TV.
0: You're not actually the Grinch. Uh, I am but the you're Grinch. my son. It's you're my, my son, Grinch. and you're the star of our new podcast, right? Yes. What's mm-hmm. it called?
2: Uh, every day is Sunday.
0: Okay, cool Well, thank you for doing that, buddy I'm sure it's useful Uh, Nathaniel, actually So, Pastor Nathaniel Who is in the upper right-hand corner I think his kids have listened to a couple episodes And I'm not sure if Pastor Mike's have or not Not yet Oh, boo See, just so you know, Jackson uh, Nathaniel
1: likes you Mike hates you (laughs)
3: My, my nine-year-old is loving the podcast.
1: But don't don't take it personally, Jackson. I don't like I don't like most people. I don't even like your dad. So
0: that's that's not true. <laughs> so so Mike, tell us. Uh, we're talking electron. We're talking technology. This was the topic you wanted. To, so all three of us. So three out of the four of us have kids, uh, and they're all and some of them are about Jackson's age right here. Jackson's nine or younger or around Jackson's age. So, uh, Mike, tell us, tell us, introduce the topic for us. What's the trouble with electronics uh, with kids or primarily technology and, and all that? And then we'll start talking about it.
1: Right. So basically, uh, we just wanted to talk about the reality that um, while technology may be at its base a neutral tool, it can be used and it can use, be used for great gospel edifying content, but there are many deep-seated dark corners and areas that, that uh, come with the use of technology. And so when we put a technology in anyone's hand, we need to recognize that um, it, just like you don't put any, just anybody behind the seat of a car, you shouldn't just put anything, anyone behind the, uh, the screen or behind technology. Um, And especially the insidious nature of technology hooked up to the internet, Uh, things can come find you. So parents need to understand that while, you know, your kid may want a phone because all their friends have a phone or an iPad or a screen or whatever, um, your kids' friends and parents may not have the same standards. And there are lots of good things that can also be used for very bad purposes. And so you need to be careful, you need to monitor, you have to have safe and good boundaries and be knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't assume that Apple or Dell or whatever has your kid's best interests at heart. And so you need to be proactive um, with the tools that are available to you. And, And it shouldn't even just be necessarily even a weekly thing, but I would say a daily Uh, check-in type of monitoring uh, Mm. for what may be happening. I just had someone come to me recently saying, so I checked my kid's web browser history. And so I'll leave it at that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This might be a good time for Jackson to get off the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so just the, the things that can be found there. And I think we often think, oh, you know, they won't, or this won't. And I'm like, yeah, your kid may not, but you don't know what's happening with, uh, you know, on the bus or on the walk home from school and different things, so.
0: yeah, Jackson, what do you, what, how do, uh, how do mommy and daddy put restrictions on your technology?
1: Oh, good question. Get it from um, the horse's mouth.
2: Uh, so whenever we get grounded, we can't use any electronics.
1: <laughs> that,
0: okay that's one but um how do we make sure you you don't accidentally get uh contacted by people that shouldn't be contacting you or you contacting people that you should not be contacting
2: you guys always check our phones and tablets for bad stuff
0: we do yep that's true and then
2: if there's bad stuff on there it our phones or tablet go away
0: well do you uh Jackson, do you even know that we have parental controls on your stuff?
2: Uh yeah. Kind of. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, you kind of know.
1: So, Jackson, when you're watching stuff, does every so often a picture of your dad show up and say, remember I'm watching
2: <laughs> <laughs> you? No. Mm-mm.
3: Eric, I can help you put that into effect.
0: <laughs> uh would that be through your Linux software? <laughs> um <laughs> So, so that's so we have one of the reasons I actually. So, Jackson, um, has uh, he has all Jackson and Adeline. Adeline's a couple years older than Jackson. Um, they both have uh, Apple products, and the reason they have Apple products is because Apple actually has a fairly decent uh, parental control software, so I can actually control it from my phone. It takes a little bit to get used to, to try to figure out, but all through my phone right here, I can control how much access, um, how many hours a day they can utilize their their phones and their tablets, and um, what apps they can and can't use, and what kinds of sites they can or can't use. Now, uh, one of the deficiencies in that, which uh, I'll wait until Jackson gets off the podcast. So, Jackson, thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It was really a pleasure. And uh, you want to give people a shout out again to your podcast?
2: Uh, Yeah. So our podcast, me and my dad's podcast is Bible, not Bible, that's this podcast. It is uh, every day is Sunday. You can go check it out on it.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Jack. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so one of the things that that I haven't Meredith shared about Disney Circle, I don't know anything about Disney Circle, but one of the um, one of the things that I've at least noticed with my with the Apple stuff is that if a website isn't flagged as being adult content or anything like that, then, or, or being, um, I'm not just talking adult content is as, as far as like pornography, I'm talking just not a site that you would necessarily want your kids to be a part of. Um, I'm not sure that it blocks those sites. So I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So we're, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, nothing's foolproof, right? Like I, um, I know of there are, dozens of apps out there that your kids can essentially spoof where um you know it might look like the roblox app or some sort of game app or or a calculator app whatever it might be Mm -hmm. but it's actually an app that that could be anything else it could be pornography it could be um online chat rooms it could be all that kind of stuff so it is we have to understand right like there's a certain level of your kids are probably smarter than you with technology so um and they um, – so you have to be vigilant. You have to be vigilant with it.
1: Yeah, so we have a Disney circle. Uh, we've unplugged it because we really don't need it right now because the kids don't use tablets and things free range. They're mostly on the Nintendo Switch most of the time for their screen time or they're watching something on the TV and we only do like they get each an hour of screen time a day. So there's not a lot for them to get into right now. Uh, We, but we like, we have liked the Disney circle, but it can be a little too restrictive and too temperamental um, with what it, what it does get rid of. Um, I did find an interesting subscription service that the gospel coalition uh, recommended. Because it do, it doesn't necessarily block whole websites, but at least some of the content, like words or pictures on the websites, okay. um, you know. And but, but we, I haven't tried it yet because we don't really need it yet. And you know, another subscription service, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, you're absolutely right. And I remember a few years back, a, f- a friend was asking, you know, well, I, my kid is asking for Instagram. And uh, she's like, I'm just worried about people who try to contact her. And so we'll make it private. And I'm like, you know, that's great. That's wonderful. You can make it private all you want. But my biggest concern is you go into search for something and what you find isn't private. Because not everyone, mm-hmm. everything is private on there. Um, and so my, my thing isn't so much um, like what people can see about your kids, necessarily, although that is a concern. My thing is there's very little, little on these apps to prevent what your kids are searching for, or even not intentionally stumbling on upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why, you know, not just having programs and safeguards, but also monitoring, um, you know, having places in the house where they cannot go with technology, Mm-hmm. Um, and this, that, and the other thing. So.
3: Um, the, M- Meredith has a, a really great piece of advice yeah.
1: here. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of alluding to. I didn't read her comment yet, but she's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Using you, they have to use, uh, you know, devices or, or technology with someone else present, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no need to bring your phone to your room or your computer to your room or, or whatever. Um, I'll,
3: I'll comment on why that becomes really important over relying on things like the subscription service you mentioned or Circle from Disney. If you have a tech savvy kid, mm-hmm. those are all easy to work around. Um, I, I could easily tell you right now how they all work and I could tell you the workarounds for them. And they're, they're really simple. But unless you know tech really well, you're going to have no idea your kids
0: are doing it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm. Yep. And all the kids listening to the show go, "Please, (laughs) (laughs) Nathaniel, go on. What are these workers?" (laughs) 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 Um, It's a challenge, man. Right? Like, I think I think it's really hard because, um, like I I think of like when I was a kid, I had like a really small television like one of those box sets and um and i plugged like my super nintendo into it and like i played that all the time in my room um and but there wasn't there wasn't smartphones back then uh back in my day uh Mm -hmm. that we didn't have these smartphones right we didn't even have dumb phones we had no phone we had just had the cord phone at home um so Writing down the call, Nathaniel, for all my technology questions. That's Meredith. That's perfect.
3: An important consideration here, particularly when we're thinking about our kids and and teenagers, there is significant evidence that smartphones for children and teenagers, even to a degree for adults, but it's heightened for younger ages. Uh, And then compounding it, all of the various social media apps, are highly addictive Mm -hmm. as as addictive as the hard drugs like heroin or cocaine
1: yeah yeah no i I always have this thought when when parents ask these questions or or struggle with these things i'm like adults have a tough time using these technologies properly what do we think about kids still in development who are Mm -hmm. still learning you know different things Uh, it it
3: requires a lot of moderation on their account that they're not really able to moderate themselves
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and a lot of wisdom that they don't have yet. Right. And so it really does require a lot of parental involvement,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but
3: positive parental involvement.
1: Sure. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so give like, me a right. example of positive parental uh, involvement, uh, Nathaniel, because I just go around my house yelling at my kids. Is that what you mean? By <laughs> that does not parental?
3: surprise me. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Positive parental involvement. One of one, and this is a really important one, is modeling. Mm-hmm. So if we have our phone or our tablet out and our kids are around, we should be perfectly comfortable if they peek over our shoulder. In fact, we should okay. welcome them to do that. Unless, I mean, obviously if we're searching for a Christmas present, but is that really the best time to do it? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> when the kids are around. Because if if we want them to be open, shouldn't we be every bit as willing to be open with them
1: mm. in the
3: times that they're around?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
3: I, I think that type of modeling or
0: well, let me let uh, me, me push back on a little it, bit, for, Let me let me push back a little bit, okay? Uh, so so Mike knows this. I I like to scroll through the Twitter, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got some folks I like to follow on Twitter. Every once in a while, I'll do a screen grab posted on Facebook just to stir up trouble, as I did this morning. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, but every once in a while, something inappropriate does pop up as I'm scrolling mm-hmm. through the through the Twitter because I don't control the ads, um, and you know, it doesn't. It, it's not. there, there's not, at least that I know of, maybe you can help me. There's not a way that I can control what ads are popping up on my phone or anything like that. So I'm literally just scrolling past. Okay. I don't, don't need to mess with that, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so things like that will happen. Um, Yes. So, so there, there's going to be a limit to that, right? So, so there's a couple of considerations. I, I would
3: argue that if, you're, the rule for the kids is that we do all our technology in a, in a public place in the house, like, like Meredith has. Mm-hmm. Then when your kids are around, you should be doing it the same way to model for them. And so if let's say your Twitter feed does happen to get a lot of ads that maybe aren't appropriate, then during those times when your kids are around avoid Twitter, mm-hmm. that's moderating your own behavior.
0: Mm, not to too.
3: show your children, look, I don't have to look at Twitter right now. I know Twitter has some things that would not be good for you guys to see. And I know you guys might happen to pop over even sometimes by accident. I want to protect you. And so I'm going to avoid Twitter right now.
0: Well, all right, let me push back again. It sounds like you're just trying to shelter your kids and <laughs> your kids are going to be the weird oh, homeschool okay. kids who, who've never experienced anything in life um, and all that. What yeah. do you say to that? You no, know, I, I get that. And some degree of sheltering is actually good.
3: The other, other part of that, though, is inevitably, as you mentioned, no matter what you're looking at on your phone, there is a chance that something inappropriate is going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Simple, uh, just like if you're watching TV, I don't care what you're watching. If it has ads, then there's a chance that something inappropriate is going to pop up on one of those ads.
0: I can honestly say that when we're watching TV, there's more stuff that that pops up that yeah. I deem as inappropriate. And so, what uh, that I, had to re- expl- I had to explain erectile dysfunction uh, <laughs> <laughs> because because I was watching because I was watching a sports, you know. So, like, they got these ads for yeah. for for ED medication. And all of a sudden it pops up while you're watching sports. And it's like, Mm -hmm. for me, it's a family event. And now, you know, they got this scantily clad woman up on the TV trying to sell you, you know, it's, it's.
1: Listen, you go to, you go to the beach and things pop up that Mm -hmm. are inappropriate.
3: Yeah. And and so that requires conversation, open, honest conversation with your kids. Mm -hmm. Age appropriate, obviously. But oh my
0: goodness. Did, did you see what Meredith posted? <laughs> <laughs> she said I, Oh my god. Let me
1: let, let me just say I can't wait for our next Berkshire board meetings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is Matt on the on the Berkshire board?
1: He he is. Oh my god.
0: Oh man. Uh. Now 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 I'm trying to like put all the all the things I think are funny but also inappropriate in the back of my mind and not let them come out. <laughs> I, um, I'm sorry that I brought that up, but it's a perfect example, man. No, it is, it is a perfect it is. example.
1: No, it's, it to, it's, yeah. it's funny because a few years ago we were watching a football game, and I can't remember if it was Joseph or, or Gideon, our older two, that the cheerleaders popped on the screen and they're like, why are they dancing naked? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm like, buddy. Okay. (laughs) Well, they're not quite naked, but yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And those
3: conversations are important.
1: Absolutely. 100% important. 100% important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's uh...
1: by the way, Meredith was thinking about the emergency department and when you would have to go there.
0: Well, I have uh so I have a friend uh that I follow on on Twitter. She was actually the the psychologist that was on the podcast last year. Um and um so she's a uh, an expert in a few different psychologist psychology areas, and one of them is eating disorders. So she always posts things on Twitter about eating disorders, but or she'll like so you know how like on Twitter if if someone you follow likes something, that sometimes it shows up in your in your Twitter feed. So um she'll like a lot of those things. They pop up in my Twitter feed and it all says E D this, E D that. And I go, my mind immediately goes to that and I'm thinking like, what is what why am I seeing this in my timeline? Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't
1: Be, I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> <sighs> Eric, we are too similar. <laughs> um
0: Nathaniel, can you redeem us? Can you- <laughs> Somebody needs to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I I don't know how to bring us back from here. Um, <laughs>
3: well, let's let's get back on
0: topic. I, well, it's just, so everything's pervasive in mm-hmm. our culture, but a, a lot of the things that we also deem inappropriate are cultural, right? So, so I think about this when I was in when I lived in Germany what was considered uh, appropriate or inappropriate is very different than what's culturally appropriate here in the United Mm -hmm. States. Um, Things are sexualized differently in other cultures. So like if you, um, if you watch things on national geographic women and men dress very differently than they do here, there are parts of Africa where, you know, Mm -hmm. it is uh, it is not normal for women to cover the top half of their body. Like uh, so, it's just we we often we sexualize different things in different cultures. So what might be inappropriate in our culture, um, even in our Christian culture, is going to be very different than what is maybe inappropriate um, in an in African or European culture. Yeah, uh,
3: Meredith, uh, to answer your question, and I think this is important. Um, and you say you'll probably advise just don't use it, and at least with Snapchat, that's what I would advise um instagram's a little bit more controllable but snapchat for for kids and teenagers
0: it's a dangerous app yeah everything i've read about snapchat not good no no there's no there's no redeeming qualities about snapchat Mm -hmm. yeah and i would tell that when i was a youth pastor i'd tell that to parents like listen if you have i i've said this if you uh if your kid has snapchat then you cannot be surprised if they are exchanging pornographic images back and forth or bullying mm-hmm. or doing all these kinds of things because there's there's no way for you to check. No. Um so you're just making it easier, you're condoning those things. Um so and that's not to, that's not to shame anyone or anything like that, but and, it's just the reality. And uh, even so if your kids literally- aren't
3: the ones sending stuff, I can almost guarantee that somebody's going to send it to them
0: uninvited. Well, Mike shared with me last week, Mike, didn't you talk about how like there were kids watching pornography on the bus? Mm-hmm. So so it's so like you can put your kids in positions where even if you're doing everything that you can as a parent, um, that doesn't mean that other parents aren't doing the same things that you are.
1: Sure. And that's the thing. That's the, ris- the risk you take in letting in living in society and letting kids go over to other kids' houses or even other kids coming to your house. Cause you don't know what they're bringing with you. Um, and that was my, even my experience growing up before the internet was a really big thing, although it was fast approaching and fastly developing. But I mean, in, in all honesty, in my experience with this, it was going to a friend's house and it, I wasn't seeking for it, but it was brought to me at a friend's house. Uh, so, you know, that, that's the rea- that's the reality. And so um, the, the in my mind, and I've, I've had chats with uh, with my wife about these things is, OK, how are we going to respond in a way when these things do inevitably happen that keeps conversation going rather than like the immediate freak out? Like, oh, you're dirty, this, that or the other thing. Rather, how do we make it so that when they approach these things that they're willing to come and tell us about it? And they won't always be willing because we, they, and we have sinful human hearts that prefer to hide in the darkness than respond with the light. Um, but at least trying to develop a, you know, not so much a heavy-handed, but all right, let's talk about what you just experienced and and what the real uh, use of what God has given us in those realms is for, and and explaining why, you know, if your kids use Snapchat, be honest about the the, you know, the real dark places of Mm -hmm. it and what people have used it. You know, I've talked to people about, you know, the printing press can be used for printing the Bible or printing, you know, Mein Kampf. I mean, good things or neutral things can be used for both good and great good and great evil. Um, And um, not just playing up the great, but also saying, listen, this is great and wonderful. But at the same time, we need to be accountable for how we use it and the dangers that can be lurking not to instill fear, but caution and understanding, uh, yeah. in those realms. Now preach. So Thank I don't you. know that I don't know what the, for Meredith, you know, um, cause I also send my kids to school like the heathen I am. Um, but I don't know the answer when like a school is, you know, even encouraging use of certain technologies for, for to for their benefit to like do projects and everything. And so the only thing I can think of in that realm is the only time you're allowed to use this is when interacting with schoolwork, or only as is necessary. And and then we, even with that, you know, here's a specific device like we have a family iPad that has Snapchat on it and that's when you can use it.
0: Dude, I cannot think I would I would seriously want to have a conversation with a with an educational professional yep. where they're saying, oh, yeah, just use Snapchat. What right. Is I would have a question. Wrong with you? Like, like, yeah. now I'll give benefit of the death to the teacher. Maybe there's something going on there. But my initial reaction is what's wrong with you? people?" There, there are um, better and safer apps to use percent, hundred percent. 100%. Like, so 100%, 100%. most of these kids, like a lot of teachers have Google classroom and stuff like that. So you can use Google docs mm-hmm. and all that, where you can keep everything on there and work. Uh, some of us have actually worked on projects together as pastors yeah. with other people using Google docs because it's, so, I mean, it's a powerful program. Um, uh, it's one of my favorite, like it's one of the things that I could not live without. Google docs is phenomenal. Um, but you, there's got to be things that the public school system can do. They can do better than.
1: Hey, just <laughs> stop. that time. There's things the public school could do better. Full stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate the, I appreciate the aim of the public of public schools, but sure. I think yeah. I, I just I don't think that I don't think the public school can accomplish what it thinks it can accomplish. No, and and I don't think the public school serves uh, families and parents uh, the way that we think Um, now all three of us were products of public school, I believe. Right. Mm -hmm. Nathaniel. Okay. Um, So, you know, that's not to disparage the public school like the the public schools we went through, but yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's not perfect. Yeah. When I,
1: when I first moved up to, to Maine, they were just starting to introduce into the school Maine learning technology initiative, ML, MTLI or MLTI, (laughs) which was putting, um, laptops, I believe in the hands of every like eighth grader, like to take home. And it was kind of, it was kind of like to bring that technology home and start to familiarize them. And even in that, I was like, this is such a bad idea. <laughs> this is such a bad, like, I understand it, but that's why you just have a computer lab. There's a lot you, kids are fast. They're smart. You can learn a lot of these things with just having a period of it during the day at school. Um, but yeah. No. And, and now even with the pandemic, it's gotten even more. So like with the potential of having to go remote, you know, every, there's a potential computer in every hand. And and part of that's because they have to give it to everybody because not everybody can afford to have their own uh, laptop at home for lower mm-hmm. income. Um, so yeah, no, it's the, and the, the, the solution isn't, and I think we would all agree, you know, just, just cut all technology and go live in a commune, you know, and homestead. Um, but that's the, actually Nathaniel's
0: dream. No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: not quite. <laughs> the, the,
1: maybe variations of that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the, the reality is, how do we engage with what society develops, both good and ill, in a biblical gospel way? You know, and I think, and, and that, and and we're we're all trying to do that, regardless of where we send our kids or what devices we put in their hands. And that's why it's really important for us to be in communication with one another and praying for each other and asking these questions. You know, I would say the worst place to do to ask these questions because I've seen it go so off base is on a, like just putting on Facebook, "Hey, what do y'all think about blah 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 blah?" I'm like, I will never do that. If I have a serious co- question about parenting or whatever, I'm going to send a like a private message or give a phone call. Um, because, you know, uh just all the willy whacks, I'm gonna actually ask people I want their opinion on. Uh but mm-hmm. that that's why it's important. Like I love that Meredith, you know, puts that question, you know, about Snapchat on there because that's a real struggle. Um uh, you know, and, and to help wrestle through. So I appreciate that.
3: I'm gonna and give Meredith that Meredith has a great point.
0: Too. Okay, go ahead.
3: <laughs> um and mm-hmm. it's, it's a plug for a particular organization that I think will help with this much more than we've helped today It is the Ser- center for parent youth understanding center for CP- youth understanding center for parent youth understanding cpyu.org they have a number of resources designed for helping parents uh, in this area yeah. among other things
1: cool yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that's good. Well, gents, that's uh, that's all I got for the day. That's okay. All I got. Hey, uh, so, Mike, you weren't on the show while, uh, while I was sharing this, but we got a new podcast out uh, called Creeds, Councils, and Heretics.
1: My goodness. I mean, so you're basically going to talk Talk about how you're a heretic because of all that you ignore, but you pretend to like and enjoy.
0: <laughs> Mike, I I don't know if it's your end or my end, but like all that was choppy.
1: Uh, <laughs> it was probably sorry, really probably funny. My end. it wasn't. Wor- it's was not worth repeating. Yeah, it's not worth oh, repeating. Okay. So move on. Congratulations well, hey, check, on take, yet another podcast.
0: Thank you, thank you. Uh, check it out. It's uh, so Catherine and I are, are co-hosting. Um, and we're we're going through the creeds, through the councils, and we're going through early heresies, and talking about how they're relevant to us today. So, sounds something that would be uh, incredibly beneficial for the Advent Christian Church. Just just saying. Uh,
1: can I suggest a few guests to have on your podcast?
0: Uh, I'm not sure you want to. Maybe you want to wait till after we get off the
1: air okay because
0: <laughs> I, I i'm assuming i'm assuming it'll be sarcastic
1: yes okay
0: <laughs> yes right. yeah um so we're uh all three of us we're fans of the creeds and the councils i believe absolutely not so much of the heretics. no Uh, but you know, Catherine, (laughs) Catherine, Catherine makes a good point in our first episode, which, which, uh, which is dropped today. Um, and subsequent episodes should drop on Thursdays and it's a limited series about 20 to 30 episodes. Um, she made a good point. We don't hate heretics. Uh, we still love and care for those who are, who have heretical beliefs. Um, we just seek to win them back uh win them to the gospel or to right belief and faith. So um yeah. Yep. So we'll cover the first I believe the we're covering the first seven ecumenical councils covering um the ecumenical creeds and um and some more. So boom. Cool. Boom goes the dynamic. Awesome. Yeah. So, yep. You guys got anything else to say before we, before we sign off? Nope. Wow. All right. Well, Nathaniel, thank you for saving the show today. You're welcome. Uh,
1: yeah. yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for stepping uh, in in the clutch. Appreciate it. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Well, hey, we'll see you next week as long as Mike, you know, fixes his his mess. All right. God bless you guys. Take care. We love you.